0: Hey everybody! Welcome to After Hours here on Barbecue Nation. I'm JT along with Leanne Whippin, and we've got Harry Sue with us today. Uh, if you didn't catch the regular show, go back and find it. It's it's, it's fascinating. a must. It's, it's a, a must. must. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And Harry, you know I'm the cowboy cook, but Harry's wearing the cowboy hat. But it's hard to get my headphones on with my cowboy hats on, so I'm, <laughs> I'm just going to do that. So Harry, in After Hours, we ask you some kind of fun questions. Um, they're not too serious, but you can answer them any way you want to. How's that? You ready?
1: Sounds like a plan. Shoot. Okay.
0: All right. Um here's the one I always like. If if you were declared supreme ruler of barbecue for one week and Leanne makes that judgment, nobody else. She's the only <laughs> one that she's the only one that can grant you the title of supreme ruler. What would you as supreme ruler decree about barbecue. And it can be either competition, backyard, whatever you want.
1: The first decree that I would say is that uh, cook barbecue with whatever methodology, technique, rub, sauce, seasoning, wood, pit that you like. And so long as you're having joy doing that, it doesn't really matter.
0: Very good. (laughs) Do you remember the first thing you ever smoked or barbecued or grilled
1: i cooked my first brisket in lubbock at texas tech in the 80s and yeah. it was a total disaster so i had <laughs> a, a lump of carbon by the time i was there
0: you know you're not the first person harry that's that's told us that because they you know they go back to their origins and they say yeah but that first couple you couldn't even eat them and so yeah. i think you're in good company there. Um, <clears throat> Would you describe yourself as a sweatshirt kind of guy or more of a formal wear kind of guy?
1: I was—I would say Speedo, but I shouldn't say that. Oh, <laughs> <The> Wrong visual. <laughs> no, I think I'm most comfortable in my California attire. As Ylian will tell you, I showed up on a TV show called Barbecue Pitmaster in my shorts. And it was like 20 degrees yeah. and uh, I was the kind of walking around. I had to turn on the heater in the rental car just to stay alive.
0: Oh yeah. Oh goodness. Oh goodness. Did did you have a favorite event when you were competing a lot? Like one, one cook, one weekend that was your favorite?
1: I think uh, my first contest was my favorite. I showed up with everything that I threw into my van that I found in my kitchen yeah. I had no idea what I was doing. I showed up at this contest and I was just gonna cook with just one contest and go home and be done. And that contest was the historic moment when I won it. And as they say, the rest is history. I would never have been blessed with this journey to have meet have met folks like Leanne and all the wonderful people in the barbecue world if there had not been for that fortuitous accidental event of a contest because of the movie, The Buckle I say that because a lot of people in life are very, uh, how should I say, worried about being uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. So the key I learned, lesson I learned in life, sometimes it's good to be uncomfortable because sometimes these accidents turn out to be the best forks in the journey of life sure. that you will ever have. Don't follow your rational brain, follow your instincts. When I was offered the opportunity to be on a TV show, John Marcus, the producer, called me in the middle of a contest. And I thought to myself, it's 1225. Why is somebody calling me in the middle of my rip entry? So I said, yeah. hello. And he says, hi, you don't know who I am, but I'm a TV producer and I want to put you on a TV show. So I said, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I hung up.
0: <laughs> I thought
1: it was my competitor pranking me, trying to get yeah. me
0: disqualified. Oh, gosh. And lo and
1: behold, uh, I did not know that John Marcus would invite me to be on a TV show with three world champions because I would have run for the Hills. There would be like on a basketball contest with LeBron and Steph.
0: Yeah. Oh, sure. Sure. But sure. I went
1: there and I uh, met Leanne and all these wonderful people and we all became friends over yeah, the course of several great. months. It was an amazing, amazing journey.
0: Mm-hmm. Excellent. It was so great. Um, What would you say if you if this actually happened and I'm not saying it did or it didn't, but the biggest mistake you ever made, Harry Sue made during a competition?
1: Oh, that's simple. I was uh, squirting my brisket and uh, it was uh, the lights were off. And uh, in the morning, I found out that I was squirting my brisket with simple green. Oh, Oh. Oh. (laughs) jeez!
0: Like you said, Harry, it was inedible.
1: Oh, yes, and uh, I, I, I looked at the, 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 fine, the fine print says that it's not toxic. Yeah. So I, I won't tell people what I want on brisket that day, <laughs> but that brisket got turned in. Oh gosh. Wow. Oh, okay. okay, so my secret is out. So. Now the world will know my secret. There you <laughs> go. Simply green,
0: oh my God. I think that's the best answer we've ever gotten. That is, that is absolutely That's, a, that's a world champ answer <laughs> what, right What there. I learned
1: is that when you put simple green into a spray bottle, please label it. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> you can't oh see at night that it's green, right? Because at night when you're spraying, you, you, you can't see the color of the bottle contents. Right.
0: Right. 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 Oh, my gosh. Maybe maybe if you actually have a bottle of simple green, you take it and put it in the back of the truck and leave it there till (laughs) till you go home Sunday. Something like that. Um, On a scale of one to ten, Harry, how much barbecue do you eat on a regular basis? Five nights a week, one night a week? What do you do?
1: You know, I, I uh, am experiencing the same health challenges that many pitmasters experience. Uh, uh, that as you get older, and I'm past six decades now, and my doctor tells me, Harry, you need to take care of yourself. It's like an old car, you need to drive it gently. <laughs> so I try to actually eat less barbecue. I'm kind of trying to uh, eat healthier as I the best I can. And uh, to answer your question, I probably eat barbecue Usually whenever I cook for classes and I shoot my YouTube videos. And of course, mm-hmm. Mr. Beans, our family dog, he always mm-hmm. expects barbecue. So I cook it for him.
0: There you go. <laughs> there you go. Um, if you could, if you could uh, dine with a historical figure, doesn't matter if they're still alive or they're not. But if you could have dinner with a historical figure, who would that be? And what would be on the menu? Because you get to choose the menu.
1: Oh, okay, that would be simple. It would be Arnold Schwarzenegger. Oh, yeah. He's my mentor. Uh, Arnold has very similar roots like me. He arrived in America, could barely speak English. And I admired his work ethic because he still taught me that he worked in construction for 10 hours a day. He went to the gym for five hours. He spent two hours in acting school, one hour eating and six hours sleeping. And he said that if sleeping six hours is not enough, Just learn how to sleep faster. Yeah. (laughs) So over the years when I was in America, on the days that I'm lazy, because I'm the most disciplined, lazy person on earth, I would have pretend Arnold is screaming in my ear. And he would say, Harry, get off your sorry rear end and get to work. Because you you need to put in your 16 hours a day before you even call it a day. So I consider him my mentor. If I were to die and I would, you know, love to cook him a meal, I would cook him something German. So I make a German smoked uh, pork knuckle. Oh, sour, there, you and fried there you go. So we sour proud that I'm going to smoke the cabbage in the pit. Awesome. That's
0: excellent. Mm-hmm. So would you describe yourself as corn fed or grass fed? Definitely,
1: definitely grass fed. And the reason I say that is because I was in Ireland. And I ate grass-fed beef for my you know, my one of the few times I've eaten grass-fed beef, and I have become a fan of Irish grass-fed, grass finished beef. Mm.
0: You know why that flavor is? is amazing. Because when they when they empty out the Irish whiskey bottles from the pub every night, if there's a little bit, they pour it on the grass. And then the cow <laughs> the cows get that. So there, there's a flavor profile there, Harry. I'm pretty sure. So uh, anyway, that's just my thoughts on that. Um, Do you remember or I don't I don't know if you go to them or not, but. um, A concert, if you've gone to a concert for enjoyment, what's the best concert you've ever gone to?
1: Wow, gosh, I you know, I have not gone to a concert for a long time besides the cooking in the Sam's Invitational and having. A famous singer sing at the Sand yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was my last free concert, okay,
0: okay, very good. so, well, so
1: masters, right, Leanne, you know you know the story. we We are on the road all the time, right? There's yeah. really no no personal time to, you know, sign up to go to a concert, sure, yeah, but I there get are it.
0: some, actually, you're right. there there have been some good musicians along the way. Oh, I, yeah. I was
1: completely amazed at the sense invitation they had like uh, is it uh, is it uh, uh, Carrie Underwood? Yes, hmm. she, he came and sang like in the parking lot, and I thought, "Wow, for a for a crazy star like that to show up and sing to to do fifty teams." I thought, "Wow, how did Walmart pull that off?" Then somebody reminded me that Walmart carries her CDs. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> if uh, if Harry Sue was an animal, what kind of animal would you be, and why would you why would you say that?
1: Oh, I would basically be a shark. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah we prowl the ocean, and uh you are the top predator that that is kind of how uh I wanna be, and I want to be a benevolent shark
0: there you go there you go great big fin or just a normal fin
1: uh, will, will will the one have the one with the little you know uh, yeah. on the top here Yeah, no, okay, I got it i
0: got it is there um is there anything you miss about your twenties, Harry, except that your knees and back don't hurt when you get up in the morning
1: mm mm-hmm. Uh, I often think of my a thought experiment that if I had the same barbecue, wisdom, life wisdom, and work wisdom that I have today, what would my life have become? Because in, in my 60 plus years on earth, I realized that my happiness is based on really not what I own, because my happiness is a state of mind mm-hmm. that begins essentially with learning how to be grateful. Because gratefulness is a precursor to be thankful. Thankfulness is a precursor to be happy. If I had known that when I was 20, which I know now, I think that I would have done things a little bit differently. I learned in life, right, that before I open my mouth and do something or hit the send button on an email, I should ask myself three questions. Number one, is what I'm going to do necessary to send or talk or open my mouth? Number two, is what I'm going to do actually true? Is factual. And number three, is it kind? So these are the lessons that I've taken at this age of my life. And if I was 20, if I had known some of these things, I think that my life would have been a little bit different. But, you know, again, it's never too uh, old to change. I consider myself a lifelong student of barbecue, of life, and of work. And I will continue to be a student to the day I die.
0: I think that's an excellent answer. And my philosophy has always been... Um, God gave you two ears and one mouth. So you should listen twice as much as you talk, even though I'm in the talking business, I still try to listen more. So what would a fantasy day for Harry Sue contain for activities?
1: Oh, very simple. I just go out and cook with my buddies. I cook with Leanne. cook with Tootsie, cook (laughs) with Byron, cook with you. That would be the pinnacle of my day, just to share the camaraderie and the spirit and the love of barbecue. I always tell people in, in life, right, it's really, really important for you to be able to give love before you receive love. The way the universe works is the more love you give to the universe, you are tossing these little boomerangs of love out in the world. These boomerangs of barbecue love will come back and hit you on the side of the head way bigger than you possibly could imagine.
0: I love that. I love that. Okay. So here's one. That's a little. Make you think a little bit, but what would your last meal be
1: if you were on death row? On death row. uh, Yeah. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Let's see uh what would my last be I would love to have something like a good paella and uh, okay. I would I have on my bucket list to enjoy a paella from Spain so I have not done that yet so that's on my next list
0: Okay good awesome. uh, and we don't ever want to see you on death row Harry so just <laughs> and go right. go enjoy the paella and have a good time Um When and if you ever actually retire and stop the travel and stuff, 15 years from now, uh, what do you want to do then?
1: I think that uh, I receive so much joy from the barbecue community that that is something that I will do until I cannot do it anymore. So Uh I always tell people that in life, you, you just have to find a purpose because I spend all my life making a living. Yeah. and not doing much in terms of making a difference. So now I'm more and focus on being a barbecue, BBC documentarian by documenting all the legends of the world like Leanne and you and everyone else on my YouTube videos, enjoying the spirit, the love, the camaraderie and the friendship of all of the human beings that call barbecue their main passion. And Very, for me, that that's really what lady life is all about is having joy, every moment of the day, living in the moment until there are no more moments.
0: Now, we've we've covered a lot of ground here today uh, and in the regular show, and you've given us a lot of things to think about. But if you had one message to give to the world, just one, what would it be?
1: Remember that you are a spiritual being and you're just having a very temporary human existence of one lifetime. That's all you get. Yeah. So never forget where you came from. Never forget where you're going and enjoy this brief moment of life in your body.
0: Excellent. Excellent. Mm-hmm. Harry Sue, thank you so much. Uh, Harry, where can, I'll let you do it in your own words mm-hmm. here. How can people find you?
1: You can find Harry Sue on at Slap Your Daddy BBQ on TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn, YouTube and Facebook, all all of the above. You can find me there. I post daily now. I post shorts because people seem to like shorts. So I've been posting these little 60-second reels to keep you updated on all the things happening in my world.
0: Excellent. Eric, Harry, thank you for taking the time. Thank you. You're so busy. We really appreciate it. And um, yeah, it was an excellent interview and I love your insight and thoughts on just about everything that you said today. (laughs) Yeah, I do too. And we got to work on that Stetson thing for you. I may still have some connections back (laughs) from that world. I'll let you know if I can find it. All right. Harry, Sue, thank you very much. Leanne, thank you very much. Folks, we'll be back next week with another edition of After Hours here on Barbecue nation. And like we always say, turn it, don't burn it. Take care, everybody.